Yo, 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 what's up? I am Omega, and this is Diverse Clarity. This is where we have those thought-provoking conversations about things that matter and some that don't. And of course, as always, I'm here with my man, my co-host, Mr. John D. What's good? What up, though, young man? How you doing today? <laughs> I'm good, man. It's finally here. It is. It is, uh... The final episode of this season. Yeah. How you feeling, man? Uh, I feel accomplished. Yeah? Yeah, you know. Talk um, about it. Doing and watching different podcasts and looking at statistics, um, we're part of a select percentage of people who's actually done this many episodes. Mm. Um, Shout out to 35. Let's go. For sure. And uh, I can see how much I've grown from the beginning. Being able to compliment you so you wouldn't, you know, uh, still in the show every time because I didn't know what to do. But you were a great teacher. You know, you never made me feel like uh, like I was out of place. You, and you never were. You well, you didn't were. make me feel that way. And, and, I, and you know, that's, should I? that was the, uh, <laughs> you know, being self-conscious of being able to appreciate opportunities given and to make the person that brought you on feel like it was a good idea. So it was, you know, a constant battle, but, you know, maybe in the first probably seven to 10, I didn't feel like that anymore. It was more so just trying to calm down and try to illuminate myself in a way that people come here, not just for you, but for us. Well, they definitely wasn't coming just for me. Well, you're you're definitely, uh, you have a, a personality that's contagious, so I can see why they would come. <laughs> I appreciate that, but man, you you came in, you came into this with humility and excitement, and and you had drive. So, I mean, I would have been a fool not to want to work with you. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it it's like you came in and you you not you not only respected what was trying to be accomplished, but you came in and. You told me things about what I was doing that I didn't realize. And some of them were for the overall project. And some of them, like you just said, which I appreciate, which was things that I did or or maybe said that benefited you as an individual or individual growth working towards this team, this, yeah, this sure. the dynamic that we've, we've created here. So it's, uh, man, it's it's been a pleasure. Like, I just, I, we had no idea what was going to happen when we got together. So I remember when you used to tell me things like, oh, you know, I used to be like this and I used to be like that and, and I'm built this way and I'm built that way and I turn this way and I'm like, oh God, here we go. Like, but, <laughs> but it just, it just, it was easy. And, and I say, I've said it before and I said a million times over, the only thing that I don't like about working with you is that, we come in here and we have conversations that last for like two, three hours and we've not recorded a show. And then by then we're recording. So keep that in mind. You're talking, you're talking about two individuals. Those of you that, that, that watch the show and listen to us on average, even, even today we've talked for oh, about yeah. an hour and a half, close to two hours before we started to record. Yeah. And then we've come, we've come in and said, all right, well, it's time to shoot. Let's 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 do the episode. So y'all are catching us not even being fresh on on having conversation, but we've already been going through the ringer, and it's not always been pleasant conversations. And not that we was arguing, but it's like 
things that we might get heated about or we sensitive about or we're just talking about something that had affected us that way and it brings out the emotions of uh, how we felt, you know? And then we come in and we do the show. So too much content is probably, you know, what what, what I don't like about it and wishing that we would have recorded everything, but not everything's for everybody's ears, so... And then, well, well, you know, we have a uh, a lot of years ahead of us to uh, figure that out. 137 but, to be exact. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 100, did I do a math right? Is my public math on point? Yeah, it isn't. No? Uh, how many How many we got then? 127. I'm 10 off. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking for two hours. Excuse me. <laughs> hey, can I mess up a little bit? Have hey, you been, huh? for sure. What did you want to say? No, like, we're going to get it, man. I for just... Sure. Um, I really feel like I, I just now I appreciate what I'm going through, you know, like uh, listening to people who are very successful in things. And it was like, so how did you feel? He was like, man, I was just in the moment. I was just going and I didn't get to appreciate it. And I said, you know what? I'm going to appreciate each and every day that I'm trying to get better so I can be like, I remember why I was feeling this way and I can see where it changed and mm. looking at this, like 35 episodes is, is, you know, I've seen podcast seasons where they have 10 episodes for a season. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got 35, 35 and yeah. we would have more. Oh yeah. We would have more, but so. it's, it's still a remarkable number, a remarkable yeah. feat. And I just, I just want to say I, when I focus on just the number, we genuinely feel like we've put an hour plus of content out every week for 35 weeks where the content was digestible. For sure. It was informative. Some parts is comical. And and it in a lot of spaces, it, it kind of lets you into to us as who we are as men. Yeah. Right. And hopefully it touched men and women out there and and and. Made them think about things in a certain way. I yeah. mean, we are, after all, having those thought-provoking conversations. So hopefully that's that's the way that, you know, people are receiving it. Definitely. And, and my favorite part about it all is that Diverse Clarity, the podcast, we're, it's timeless. Yeah, you can, you go, can back go back and you can listen. And in some instances, it's it's sad that it's timeless, you know, because we do talk about things where it's involving people and, and and the way that life is for you know certain people or certain groups and it's sad that that still continues right uh one day those things will um no longer be relevant they'll become a part of history yeah but it's still timeless it's still information so and if those of you that watch us on youtube that's why we don't go through on youtube and put an episode number because it doesn't matter. It doesn't. The podcast is that way. So if you truly want to go in and, and see when was what, you know, what episode was done before what, cool. You can you can cross-reference it with um, the, the podcast, you know, the audio version itself on any platform out there, right? From iHeart to Apple to Google Play and 175 other platforms. Definitely. But, um, but yeah, man. So, like, that's, that's probably my favorite part that is timeless. And you can go back and catch anything. Yeah. Or watch anything and, and, and catch something from it. So, you know, um, I like it's so timeless that whenever some of these things become irrelevant, mm. they can still go back and be like, that was a problem then. That's why they're talking about it. For sure. You know, like they were talking about problems that, right. you know, we needed to be working on, you know, so. What's the biggest problem right now? <laughs> What's going on right now, though? 
you know, the, I guess the, the mask, the, 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 um, <laughs> the transition back from the mindset of keeping a mask on here makes me feel like the government is forcing people to be responsible, even though they may not believe in it. But going back into the states, it's like the government. Are you talking about here? Yeah, because, you know, everybody has to wear a mask here. Right. So to me, if that's why I say people always need to be told what to do, because if you leave it up to them, they're going to make the worst choice. But if you tell everybody they got to wear a mask, you're going to have groups of people that don't do it. But majority of people want to do the right thing. Right. But if you give them the choice to do the wrong thing, it might be their right thing. So it's like. Yeah. I mean, because ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Ignorance is bliss. And some people don't understand. They don't understand the real reason behind wearing a mask. They don't understand how it's supposed to help them or those around them. And like they just they don't understand or they've taken in information from a source that might not be so reliable. And now they've got the information wrong and they're thinking one way or, or, or the other, which is why a lot of people don't want, what is it they call it? The the people that don't want to wear the mask or the, it's like one of those names, like not a conspiracy theorist, but uh, uh, the something like the, the, the ma- like, Oh, like, you're talking about the people that say it's against their constitutional right. right. I know who you're talking the, about. The, yeah. Like when they say like the, I can't even think of the name now, but. I know what you're talking the, the, about. The now. non-maskers they, or whatever, they, but they got a they name. They started in Michigan, in Lansing. Really? Where? Uh-huh. At the cap. So it's y'all's fault. <laughs> you know what's so crazy though? Like like people like to label it a white thing or a Republican thing. Dude, there'll be black people out there too. So it is a, like an ignorance thing to me. I, I think it's I think that's extremely messed up in the U.S. When see the U.S. is America, the United States, America of America. They want to put everything into a political space. Oh, everything. When they talk about when they talk about race, they want to make it political. When they talk about LGBTQ plus, is that right? Is that right? Did that I get, did I get out all the letters? Look, check sometimes this. why? <laughs> I don't know. But when they talk about the LGBTQ plus community, they want to make it political. When they, you know, when they talk, when they, when they talk about the the the, the virus, they want to make it political. And I, I don't know. Like that's something that like irks me because we don't have options in the USA. I think I said in one of the other podcasts, it's like the USA is always about two options. It's yeah, always always about two options, right? Like if you live in if you live in New York, it's the Yankees or the Mets, Coke or Pepsi. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, what's the other one? I don't even know. McDonald's or Burger King. I mean Republican Democrat, and that's what I was getting at. Yeah. So this or that, it's so, got to be one side or the other, right? So when they take everyday people issues and they try to turn them political, now they're forcing a divide where there should not be one amongst the people. And for that, it doesn't that that's what irks me, because these are things that should be these are human right issues. You you know what I'm saying? We shouldn't be in a situation where we're looking at, for example, Black Lives Matter and we're making that. When did that become political? You know, so and I remember you said like in the beginning, you were like, oh, before I heard of all this, this all lives matter. Yeah. Which they do. But people were getting it, getting it wrong and making it political. Yeah. I I was watching um The Shy and I'm in I'm in season four, right? Okay, I haven't started that one. Really? Yes. Yeah, Not good. four. It's good. Oh yeah, it's good. I've seen the first three. Okay. Seasons. It's it's I'm pretty sure I'm in season four. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Oh, I don't want to tell you then. 
Oh, I don't have a problem with that. Um, you can't prevent me from watching it. Well, because I, I look. How good. do I? Okay, I'll, I'll just say this. There was there was an occurrence, right? Because I don't want to spoil it for the people out there either. But there was an occurrence, and um, it came down to the police committing. Uh, I guess you can say a crime. Yeah, police committing a crime among uh, uh, or or towards a young black brother, mm-hmm. and the mayor decided. I am going to defund the police, right? And when they said they're going to defund the police, now you have a group of people who in that community have decided that they are going to police their own community, which I completely understand. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, I think if you love your community, hell, if we can do it for our country, we can do it for our community, right? It's a subsidiary of the company or of the country. For sure. Right? So, but what they did was I think and maybe something's gonna come out later that's gonna explain it or change it, because I haven't gotten that far. I don't think I got past that episode, but I think it helped to blur the true meaning of defund the police. You know? Oh, it did. Because, right, because defunding the police, from my understanding, was not about shutting down the police department. Not at all. Right. And so it's like the police department was shut down because the mayor said, defund the police. And now the people are trying to police their own city because the police have been defunded. From my understanding, defunding the police was supposed to be a reallocation of, of funds, funds to, to prevent the police officers accepting all the responsibilities that they're right. not qualified. For. So I'm thinking, hey. Guess what, guys? You're not going to get that new bulletproof SUV this year. <laughs> You're not going to get the the latest bulletproof vest. You're not going to get the the latest, you know, whatever assault rifle or battering ram for the SWAT team. And we're going to reallocate those funds to uh, maybe hiring a uh, 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 an official, like a um, what do you call it when they uh, the people when when they were saying like, oh, if we respond to an emergency. And the person has a mental health issue. Yeah. Right. And they're going to now have somebody that responds with them to kind of de-escalate. de-escalate right. Yeah. Because they're trained in that space. So maybe use some of those funds that you're reallocating. Right. On site therapist for any situation. Right. Yeah. To, to go towards like, you Correct. know, hire. so that was my understanding of it. I think that Lena Waithe is doing an amazing job in what she does. Right. Um, I am. I'm a, a fan of her work. But that piece of what I saw, and like I said, I could be wrong. Something could come later and that's going to debunk what I'm saying. But from what I saw, this did occur. And and it's creating the same. People are watching it and they're going to be thinking, oh, well, when they talk about defunding the police, this means that the people got to go out and police the. Yeah. Well, I mean, they I'm, probably, I, I, I'm, go ahead. I'm sure more is going to come out later. They cannot per, like perpetuate that idea. Like that's what that what was meant for. Right. But that's what it. That's it's appearing it to be right. right now. That's what it that's what it felt like. And like I said, I didn't finish. Yeah. That I think I'm in that episode. So and they actually had a call. They responded to something as a community. And um yeah, that was it. Actually it was Reggie's brother. Jack what's his name? Jack the young boy with the with the dread. With the, Jack. Yeah. So the brother Jack. that came in. Yeah. So it was him that responded to something. So okay. you'll see what I'm talking about when you start to watch it. But yeah, man. So but this is this is the thing. Like I don't like how these things have been turned into a political whatever and then there's like this misunderstanding of what things actually mean and the people that don't actually dig and look for information they're going to things like facebook twitter watching television shows and series 
And they're thinking that this is the reality. Oh, I know. And man, that ignorance must be bliss, bro. Because well, I, guess <laughs> there, I think uh, it is a reality to a degree, but it doesn't represent the entire thing. And they make it seem like whatever their reality is, that's the norm across the board. Right. You know what I'm saying? But that's, and if we can convince people to work on their communication so that they're not misunderstood, I think we would we would grow more as a people. What do you think the problem is though? Because this is something that is widespread. Miscommunication. But this particular but okay. Miscommunication, right? But how many people have heard this and there's been nothing done? Yes, I've heard the whispers. Yes, I've heard the 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 town hall meetings and I've I've heard the the radio interviews where people are talking about it. But how is there something that's happening on that large of a scale? Mm-hmm. And people are understanding it the way that you and I are in much greater positions to be able to help and educate and make change. And it's still it still has that narrative. How we it, it, there should be a huge redaction on what's been delivered to the public. Right. And people should be explaining. No, 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 no. That's not. I know. You know, I get what you're saying. Right. I just think there are people like you and I are talking about it, but it depends on who's controlling the people that's narrating it. Like people live off of chaos mm. and to give them the information that we're talking about, it seems like it would make sense for people. It's like, Oh, that's what that means. Right. And then you move on, but it doesn't create chaos. Why not? Because they have made it political and now what's happening is the people are hearing this and they're ready to jump on it. It's like it's like being in a relationship and somebody does something like you don't want to be in that relationship anymore. And you're looking for an out mm-hmm. and they do something wrong. And you're like, ah, 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 <laughs> and you give them a chance to explain. You'll probably learn that it wasn't what you was thinking, but they're, they're, you're so ready for a way out. The moment that they do something that looks like it's going to fit the bill, they're ready to jump on it. And mm-hmm. now they got their way out. You see what I'm saying? And now that they've made it political, it's like, oh, 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 that's the right. That's the right. That's the right. You can't. Nope, 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 nope. Come to the left because this is how we think. This is how we feel on that subject. And it's not a political thing. Or it shouldn't be. The only way that it's political is when it comes to somebody making the decision about how this reallocation should be done and who's being voted in office. Oh, yeah. That's, that, yeah. That, that aspect of it. But we're talking about the police and the brutality and how it's affecting the community. That's a human rights issue. Yeah. There, should, there shouldn't be anything that's in place that's going to prevent people from being treated in a humane fashion. Yeah. There should be nothing there. It but, shouldn't. Right. <laughs> but there, the, the, the ignorance of this across the board is, 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 I mean, it's just frustrating, bro. Well, if you think about how COVID started out it was just hearsay. Then it started to spread throughout the world and then numbers started running. And then you started to notice that the degrees of separation of people that's been affected by COVID started to get closer and closer to you mm. until it got really close to you. Some people just was like, oh, it's a hoax and all of this. And then when it touches you, like what trips me out is that I know so many people that it's actually touched like one person away, if not them. And they still have the mindset of it's a hoax type thing. Like, it's like the flu. Okay, we we, we, we recovered from the it. The admission of ignorance Man. is the beginning of wisdom. Like, 
there's people and they don't they don't want to believe this. This is it because it's fitting an agenda. No, that's, I know. that's what it is. It's fitting an agenda. So I don't know, man. Like, but what about what about now with like the the mask and everything? So you were you were talking about it earlier, mm-hmm. going back to the states. Yeah, is it okay? So we're gonna be canceling your flight, by the way. And just, I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and give some people a call. Handle that. You're not leaving. You're not leaving. <laughs> you know, uh, my wife. You know, I told you she's a public health official, and right. um, she she's a big advocate for masks, but she understands that if you have a vaccine, you don't necessarily have to wear the mask. But she still is in that habit of thinking that if I wear this mask, I'm going to be protected. But I'm like, you're just going to be mad at everybody else that's not wearing masks. And I'm wondering what that looks like when I get back. Because mm-hmm. when it first started here, I was like, hey, we got to watch ourselves. But then I realized the way that I was talking didn't match what I was actually doing. But I wasn't going out, right? right. But when I did go out, it would just be a small group of people. I went home and I did that. My wife was like, oh, hex now. Are you trying to bring Corona in the house? <laughs> you Look, I didn't even know that she took it that serious. She was like, you told us to be ready. We start doing this and you get here and you just willy-nilly inviting people to the house and you going to visit people. And I'm like, I was doing that there. And she was like, well, I didn't see it all like that. You made it seem like we need to be more focused on our health and all of this. I'm like, miscommunication. I mean, so what does it look like now for you when you when you go back? Like, what is what does life look like? Are you going to be whatever my wife says? Hey. <laughs> like, if she says I need to wear a mask, I need to wear a mask. Family feud. Good answer. Good answer. Well, the reason why I say that, because at the end of the day, the mask will not hurt you. Right. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Not wearing a mask can increase your chances, period. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're not vaccinated. Correct. So. If she feels safer with me wearing a mask, then I just got to do it. Yeah. I, I, I didn't want to get vaccinated either. Like oh, I didn't because, you know, the big the conspiracy of how they are testing on us or, oh, my God, this is so funny. Have you yeah. seen Michael? You know who Michael Che is? Yeah, Michael Che. Yeah, Have course. you seen his show? No, I heard him talking about it he, on Dave Chappelle's podcast. But, it's, uh, it's the best skit show, the Dave Chappelle show. Really? It is really good. Is it on the thing that we use? Yes. Bet. Yes. Bet. Okay. The yeah. Michael Chase show. Michael Chase. Yeah, yeah. I saw because hey. I, I saw he had mentioned something like four or five months ago on, so- on like Instagram. He's like, but I can't say anything. He had like he was pulling up cards. You can tell he writes he was, a lot of it because yeah. it's the dry uh comedy that Ah, oh, you weren't supposed to say that out loud. But he has other people talking like that. You know what I'm saying? I think we've said a lot of things on this show we weren't supposed to say out loud. <laughs> but, you know, we said it in a loving uh, way. He says it in, like, your <laughs> asshole way. But, yeah, you'll love that show. <laughs> like, man. Well, that's not my intention. Tendencies. Like, <laughs> That is what it is, though. But, you know. Um, so, 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 tell me this. Yeah. Um... Do you feel like wearing, being mandated to wear a mask has made it easier for you to be able to navigate versus if they just say um, all of you that are vaccinated don't have to wear a mask? What do you mean made it easier for me to navigate? Through through the city or going to work or going in the public. Like 
because to me, it's for me, when I see people wear masks, to mm. me, it it it's like a, a less stress. But when I see a, a large group of people not wearing masks, it made me feel like they're not taking it serious. I it, it, oh. one, I don't like wearing the mask. But let me just side side note: uh, diverse clarity masks are coming soon. Oh, so man. what I was doing is what I was doing is working. So um, I should see uh, I should see the the prototype. Uh, in the next 24, 36 hours. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, So that should be coming soon. I can show you the pre one. But anyway, uh, mask. I I don't like wearing a mask. Um, Why? It's just because it's uncomfortable. Just for all the all the normal reasons that we normally don't walk around with masks is why I don't like it. Right? Nothing about the virus. Nothing about what it can do, what it can't do, or whatever. I just don't like having to wear a mask. Uh, Although my circles are very small, I'm the type of person that when I do go out, I'm very personable. I'm very sociable. I mean, we, me and Di, we went to, I forget what the restaurant was, but it was over by Yaz or whatever. Waitress was dying. The whole night, I mean, bruh, like it was, I have to tell you some stuff, but it was like, it was just a time. And I, it, it sucked. It was fun. But it sucked because like it was fun because I didn't have a mask on. She didn't have a mask on. We're sitting down. We're eating. Mm-hmm. Of course, the waitress does right. But it's like I know she was laughing. She's laughing out loud. She was hanging out there while we was eating. Like it was a fun night out, right? Just to go get some food. But she had a mask on. I couldn't see her laugh. I don't like masks because it, I feel that it's taken away from the humanity, right? Mm-hmm. I understand why. I'm not against it, right? But I just feel like me as a person. You know, even there's times where like I've not necessarily complained, but I had to let somebody know something like, hey, and I feel like the tone of my voice isn't everything. Like, you know, you kind of pull the mask up like, hey, I am smiling here. I just want you to know. But I'm just saying like that can't be. okay. so, you know, and it's like I don't because I feel it just takes away from who we who I am as a person, because my face is all a part of me. My my expressions are all a part of me. So from the way of life, this is why I don't like them. Now, should we have them in all of this? Look, bro, I, I don't even feel that we have all the information. I don't. I, I honestly don't think you talk about this all the time. I don't think we have enough information to know if they're working, if if they're what we should have. Are they causing you know more harm than good or whatever? And I'm just throwing things out. I'm not saying that any of those are accurate, but just questions that are there. You know, people are still unsure about how this thing spreads. You know, does it go through the air? What's the deal with six feet? I heard it went to 12 feet. You know, uh, forgot the, you know, so what type of mask should we have? Should it have a filter? Should it not? If it does have a filter, it doesn't need to be this kind. Does the filter expire? Do we change the filter out? How good is it? If it get touched by anything else, is it bad? I, the, people don't even know how to take the mask off. How many times have I been out and I've seen people with their mask and they're doing this, you know? Adjusting for those of y'all who are listening on the podcast, I'm just adjusting it around my nose and then they go back to their normal whatever. If you got Corona on your mask and you just adjusted it by touching the outside to fix your nose, guess where Corona is now? Or maybe not. Does it not spread that way? But you see what I'm saying? Like, we don't know. We don't know enough to know if it's really well effective. I, I, I get it. But we know that if you don't wear it, it's highly likely for you to spread it. I agree. But what, what we're talking about, if we're going to have the mask or not have the mask, 
there should be a breakdown of what it is with hopefully some certainty. Why? To to make a educated decision no, 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 on, no, no, no. See, on having the mask or not. You have a personal preference of feeling like that you want to show your face and see other people's faces. China's been wearing masks for decades. If you grow up in that environment, you don't right. look at it that way. Of course. So Which I'm I saying, didn't, so I can't. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So if you know that if everybody wear a mask, it reduces the chances of you getting it. That should just, to me, that should be just enough to wear the mask. Oh, but that's why I said, I was, I was just saying my personal feelings why I don't like the mask. But I said, I support. Oh, I know you. <laughs> yeah. But, well, so I, but, but in America, would you? Because... <laughs> First, you got to get me on an airplane. <laughs> Let's baby steps, <laughs> baby but steps. But I'm saying, if you were in an environment that didn't mandate it, because you said you don't like it, I don't know. If I, but yeah, but I, but that's where I am now. Okay, I, there was a point where I didn't like vegetables as a kid either. <laughs> I'm saying Shit. that's where I am now. That's where. <laughs> Look, you're talking about America. You got to get me on an airplane first. Well, okay. I'm going there, so that's you're what, going there. So now you don't care about me, don't you? Want me to stay? I you, love you, but you want me to stay healthy, but, right? Yeah, you asked me the question. Yeah, you. So that's what I'm saying. You asking me? You're talking in reference to what you want me to, how you want me to move. This is like no, you, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm the I'm, one that's doing it, not you. I'm not giving you advice. There's no advice that I can give you. No, I'm saying like, what would you do? And like when I go back, that's what's making me think. Like, what am I supposed to truly do? Like, okay, if I was in America, I'd be wearing a mask. You sure? I'm positive. I'm positive. Right now, yeah, definitely. Matter of fact, if I were to fly back, which I'm not going at the moment, but if I were to fly back, I probably have one of the masks that come down. They look like, <laughs> like the welding. Yes, <laughs> bruh. Right, I'm telling you, I'm not, yeah, I'm not doing it. I was, look, I was telling my girl the other day, I said, uh, you know, where I live, um, the elevator is not a huge elevator, right? And we're supposed to maintain Four. Six, six feet. Yeah, so that's six, a wrap. Six feet distance, right? And you know what the elevator is like. Oh, yeah, it ain't right? no six feet. In <laughs> exactly. So I was like, I was telling her, I was like, um, I said, yeah, for the second time, I've had somebody, uh, Try to get in the elevator with me. And I, I do it the other way, too. I've gone to the elevator before and, like, uh, arrive at the elevator with someone. And then and you we, won't get on? I won't get on. I'll let them have it. What? I won't get on. I'll let them have it. But guess what? On the flip side, you ain't getting in there with me either. Ooh, yeah. Wee. And she was like, that's rude. You're being an asshole. <laughs> I was like, yep. <laughs> yep. But no, because well, look, that's you, not necessarily being an asshole if well, you believe in it. That. That's what she said. So no, but if you agreed with her, like, yep. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to dispute it. If, that, if, if that's how, no, if that's how you view me, if you're saying, oh man, he won't get in the elevator with me because he thinks that it's too small and he's not maintaining the six foot uh, social distance or whatever, and if you think that I'm an asshole because of that. More power to you. I'm not, you I'm, not, I'm not about to sit and argue with you about that. That's not going to be a, you know what I'm saying? So, and not just saying that it was an argument. I'm not saying that at all. But if that's what she's saying, if she's like, oh, that's being rude, that's okay, cool. I mean, I'm not going to sit and try to justify. Oh, yeah. So, but you know that elevator and you know the elevator is not six feet. And I was telling her, I was like, listen, she said, well, what about if you measure the, the long way, like going across? I was like, listen, it's not six feet. And even if it was six feet, my body's one foot. 
<laughs> Their body's at least a foot. It's only six foot if they are on the ceiling and you're on the floor Bruh, laying down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, even if, I was like, we only getting about four feet between us. Yeah. Maybe three, three yeah, and a half. Yeah. So I was like, nah, I'm not getting in there. He's just like, so what happened? What'd you do? I said, he tried to come in the elevator. And it was so funny, right? Because I was in, I was... The, the very bottom floor, I'll just say, I'm just trying to give out info about, but I was in the very bottom floor and then it went up two floors to where he was coming in. I need to continue to go up. Right. And he was getting ready to come in. And as soon as he did, I was like, Oh, excuse me. And then I pressed the button to close the door and he put his hand out and he was like, Oh no, no. Is it going up? I said, yeah, I'm going up. And he was like, yeah, yeah let me in. Mm-mm, I'll send it back down for you. He was like, you know what he said to me? Quit harassing me. I swear to God. He said, quit harassing me. I looked at him. I said, please move your foot. And I shut the door. You're harassing me. You kind of get into my six foot bubble. So See, you, you were supposed like, to say COVID. Huh? You said COVID. She said that she was like, tell him I got COVID. I'm like, then I'm not supposed to be out moving around. No, I'm saying, <laughs> like, no, I'm no, you don't have to say you got COVID. Oh, Just okay. Gotcha. COVID, COVID uh, precautionary measures. Right. Because... Right. If you don't know that's what it is, it's like, dang. Who, You're assuming that they adult, do. What adult is alive? He was an adult. What adult is alive? The ones that don't like people with other colors? Like you got a complex with his skin color or... Oh, you think he went there with it? You think he thought? No, I don't I was know. You're allowing them to do it if you don't just say, hey, COVID. Uh, no, you're right. You're right. You know, because at the end of the Thank day... Thank you. Think about now, it. I, I didn't think about it like that because in my mind, I'm thinking... Everybody knows. Yeah, no. Everybody knows. No, that if, if everybody knows, then he wouldn't have been trying to get on there with you. But some people don't care. Well, you're absolutely Ignorance right. Ignorance is bliss. But, Just but, because they know but don't mean you, that they're going to. But if you tell him COVID, mm. he'll be like, okay, he's one of those people. Let me let him go. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of them. Yeah. You know, you're right. That's Because that's now twice with that, that particular individual. And I'm just like, hey, bro. You were being misunderstood, and you were just looking out for the best interest that dude of them. said, quit harassing me. <laughs> Yo, get your fuck ass out of here. <laughs> in my mind, in my mind, that's what I hey, said. Look, that's so, what I said. So I'm waiting for the elevator. It's got to be like 10 minutes. I'm in on my own Ream Island, yeah. Gate Tower, and the elevator opens up, and it's a bunch of people, so I let it go, right? <laughs> I can't get on anyways. There's okay. like six or seven people on there, and- the next elevator comes, five people. It's two people in the corner, a person right here, a person right here, a person right there. And they looked, and I was like, I'm, I'm sorry. I can't <laughs> wait for another elevator. So I got in the middle of them, right? And then you hear this lady in the background says, I don't think it's supposed to be this many people on the elevator. So mind you, it was already five people on the elevator. I'm the sixth one, but we're all in our respective things, right? And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, they're right. But I'm like, I've been waiting for this elevator and it's finally here. And then when it got down, I was like, I'm glad we got down here safe. And you, you could stupid. just, oh, I was so mad. Was like, for real. Angry black man. Yes, I was. <laughs> because I had been waiting for so long. And then when you get another one and then you hear that in the background, it's like, she's right as hell. Is that something that you faced? Like you, you've come across the, the whole angry, angry black man? Mm-mm, not with me. No, you never had people address you like that or be in situations where they're referring to you like that. Now I've been angry, but not as like an angry black man. Um, what does angry like an angry black man mean, though? Um, mad at the system, blaming things on the white man, lack of resources. Shit, why did? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
feeling like you're not being recognized for your work and somebody else is getting credit, you know. Wait, is that does that make you angry though? No, that's what you said. What do you think about when you hear angry black man? Right, right, right. So these are the things that I think when black men are considered angry, these these uh-huh. types of things are happening. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't think I've ever been in that situation. Or even getting uh pulled over by the police. Okay. And a black man's going crazy. Like, golly, you know you're dealing with the police. Now he acting like an angry black man. Right. And I'm like, if he just calm down, let them just ask for his registration, just get on. But when you become angry, you cause the 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 guy with the gun to feel like he's threatened and he has to do more than he's supposed to do. But do you think it's do you think it's right that we refer to people as angry black man? Of or, course not. Or angry black woman. First man. of all, you know, well, yes, it, you know, that's a complete, especially. Yeah. That's a, uh, I didn't know that it was so, it was a disrespectful thing. Like, um, wait, what? You didn't know what was disrespectful? Calling a black woman angry. Yeah. Well, see, this is the thing. Like to me, when people say, oh, he called her an angry black woman. I'm like, Let's think about the audience we're talking about. Did he say it with intent to hurt you or was he trying to say like he this is what he's seen before? But it's almost like they take it as if they've been called the N-word. I was just about to say that. that and and that, I think that's exactly but what But that's it what is. I'm saying. If they knew that it was that serious, they wouldn't say that. Because how often do you hear the N-word now? You know what I think, though? I think it's one of those... I guess maybe comparing this to an N-word is a little bit hard, but I think it's one of those things, even when you use the word bitch, right? It's one that's a little more accepted. For what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's a little more accepted. You know it's derogatory, but it's not as bad as the N-word. So I think that's why there is comfort in that. But I think our only our community understands. But when somebody the else severity says it, of it, when right. somebody else says it, it's like they're racist. They're just regurg- well, they're just regurgitating what they've heard somebody else say. Mm-hmm. Because it's not like they are that person. I know, right? but even if you hear somebody say that's an angry black person, they're not thinking it's a comparison to the N-word. I, look, I, I don't think that anybody should get out there and act a fool, right? No one. No color, whatever. But I also think that it's, I think it's kind of foul that just because a person has emotions because of an injustice or a situation that they've been put in, where they're not happy with it and they react to it naturally that they're now labeled as, especially with our black women, you know, if they're now labeled as an angry black woman, if if people don't realize unless it's us, what we go through every day, the, the, the show that we have to put on every day because of how we don't want to be perceived due to the environment that we are working in and living in. Mm -hmm. It's stressful. Uh, it's stressful so when it comes down to the basics right when it comes down to that like everything that you had to deal with you know what i'm saying and then and then now because you've reacted to something where somebody else has projected it onto you and you react to it naturally now you're the angry black man now you're the angry black woman again i don't condone people acting a fool but I do condone people being a human being well see and we have emotions but see like i think you're comparing what what I'm hearing mm-hmm. that you're comparing an angry black person to a person who gets angry. No, what I'm what I'm saying is when a person, let's say a person is racist, uh-huh. right? Okay, or 
let's just say a person has heard the phrase angry black man or angry black woman. Mm -hmm. Now in their mind, whenever they see a black person become angry or upset in the public eye, they're like, oh, angry black man. Angry black woman. It just depends on what you think they're angry about, though. But what I'm saying is like that label should not be there. It's okay for somebody to be upset about something. But I don't think that that label, which is used in a derogatory way to be put on a person just because you 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 have witnessed them being upset. Well, if you're black and you're angry, you are an angry black man. Semantics. You know what I'm saying? But But that's not what they're saying. You're talking. Yeah. Yeah. You're talking semantics. I'm not. I'm saying that if you're a black man and you're angry, they don't say, oh, they've been through a struggle and, you know, we can't use. They're not thinking like we think we have an under, a different understanding than others think about angry black man. Yeah. But if somebody looks at me as a black man and they witness me being angry and they say, oh, angry black man, it's not like saying, oh, he's got a white T-shirt. That's not what that is. It, you can't just say, oh, because he's black and he's angry, he's angry black man. That's like when people say like, oh, I have a girlfriend. She's a girl and a friend. No, no, no. I'll, I'll give you an example. Okay. So a white girl um, prevents somebody, one of her friends, some friends to cut in line. And somebody's like, oh, we got a Karen in the building. It's like. Who you like? I just don't believe that we should be cutting lines. Like now, she has got all of the stereotypes of what comes with a Karen. But she's like, I've been waiting in line all this time, and now he didn't just let five people in front of me. Like, can you imagine? Like, there was. Like, I agree with her. No, it, you, but I'm saying yeah. there's going to be a group of people like it's Karen my, line monitor, and I'm not saying that that's right. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is what you're talking about is the exact same thing towards angry black man, angry black woman. Th- that's what I'm saying. It's but, somebody that's automatically been given that label that we know is a derogatory label by them just being a human, just because some of the scenarios fit what that label is, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that it's it. You are a black man, right? If you go and have your car serviced. And when you go to go pick it up, the engine is gone. You might be a little upset. And if somebody witnesses you being upset and they say, oh, that's John D. He's black and he's angry. Angry black man. That's not what they're saying. Maybe right. You know what I'm saying? They're they're looking at you saying he's an angry black man, as in he's a Karen or he's just one of them N words that just want to act the fool. This is what they're saying. But. What do you think they mean when I'm an angry black man? What do you think they mean? I don't think that they're looking at two different things about you saying he's a black man. He doesn't no, look no, happy. I, no, no. He's angry. No, angry black man. No, I'm it's saying not that. No, I'm saying like when somebody says you're being an angry black man, do, do, do they think about the number of things that I named earlier? What I think about when people say we're angry, do they think about those things? I don't know, but I definitely don't think that they're looking at it in a way where they're just labeling you by what you are and the action that you are portray- or the act that you're portraying at the moment. This is what I'm saying. I don't think that it's, I don't think that it's that. Do you think that they, they would rather call us the N word? Because here, here's the thing. If somebody is witnessing you, right? If somebody is witnessing you be upset, right? Let's say you go and your, your, your engine is gone. If I saw it, I'd be like, yo, that dude was mad. He went to go pick up his car and his engine was gone. I probably wouldn't even worry about what color you are. The fact that they're taking angry black man, they know what this means. No, but I'm saying uh, 
It just depends on how much information they got. Like, if they know that the engine was gone, it's like, oh, shit, I'd be angry, too. It ain't an angry black man type thing. But looking on the outside, looking in, it was like, oh, he's acting like an angry black man because of whatever reasons. Right. So I'm saying when they say it. Right. It's disrespectful to a degree, but it's not like being called the N-word. No, I definitely did not compare it to that. Yeah, well, that's right. what I'm saying. Right, but like, right, people right. still can get offended. Like, who are you calling angry? Because they, because of the way that it's been portrayed. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, but when when a person says that, look, if somebody is just pointing at somebody, saying that, realizing that they are angry about a certain situation, color has nothing to do with it. That yo, I went to the garage. That dude was angry, man. Like, I was sitting there. He pulled up in the taxi to get in his car, and the engine was gone. I don't know what I would have done if that I was know, me. I, I, I see what you're saying, though. So it's uh, I, didn't, I, I, I guess I knew that, mm-hmm. but I didn't understand it until you said it that way. But put it like this. Angry black man would be like a Karen. Yeah. That name. It's not used in a way. You get what I'm saying? But um, depending on what white person it is, it might be they don't take it serious. Some may take it serious. But is a white person going to say, you know, that's disrespectful. You shouldn't be calling white girls Karen. I agree. Yeah. But I look, <laughs> I, I think that a person would be kind of it, it wouldn't be that phrase. You get what I'm saying? Like it could be as simple as, yo, that black dude was that black dude was mad as hell. Yes, they're saying that you were upset or you were angry or you were mad, but they're not calling you angry black man, which that particular phrase is a derogatory phrase yeah. based on the way that society has now put it out there. Right towards us as a people. Yeah. So I would have easily just said, "Yo, that tall dude was pissed." See what I'm saying? I. But if I come and I'll be like, "Yo, angry black man, come on." I got you. So that's one of them. I don't know. That, that was that was that was a great breakdown of that for me to see that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, because you know, like when I hear something, I try to like get on the other side at times. I got you. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> but I do it in a way so that once the conversation's over, I have enough information to be able to stand by whatever I believe in. Right. So if I can give something like I, I didn't see it the way you saw it. No worries. Yeah. But now that I see it, it makes a lot more sense on, okay, y'all know better. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. See, I was trying to give them the benefit. I, no, I get, and I knew exactly where you was, but it's just like, yeah, man. So I don't know, but um, so but when it comes to that, like, do you do you think that is is more difficult for us, like, going through situations like that, like the fact that we just talked about that for X amount of minutes, right? Like that's. I mean, it's nothing that I know that I've experienced. I don't think that somebody's going to be in the background and come up and whisper, whisper to me and be like, you know, you're being an angry black man, right? I don't think that's going to happen. But do you think that when it comes to, like, if somebody would realize that they are angry, angry black man, angry black woman, if they realize it, they know that they're like on edge all the time. Do you think like going to therapy, anger management is a way to hey, look? Um, I am uh, a person that could have been considered angry. Like, oh, there go that N word. He, oh, he's up mm. to this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when you say the idea of therapy, I haven't even gone to therapy, but I had somebody who deals in that field, and she kind of worked with me a little bit, asking me questions that I've never asked myself, and I think that. 
anybody that could be considered angry should be going to that. But mm-hmm. black people that don't even feel like their anger should be going to that because they, if they're not dealing with something, suppressed trauma. Exactly, suppressed and trauma. it it will if you can if you go and deal with it. Sometimes people feel like they don't have to deal with it because they've mastered it. They got away from it, but it's going to come back at some point and it's going to affect you. But if you deal with it, I think it reduces the idea of you ever becoming angry in public because you've dealt with your things. There's so many things that we've had to deal with that nothing was taken care of. It caused us to be angry. You know what I'm saying? I mean, even more than that, there's things that we didn't know. That I mean, is it was it was passed down to us, and we don't even know. We haven't realized. We haven't even tapped into that yet. I know. Haven't haven't had the experience to bring that out yet, so that we have the opportunity to realize it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's that's something in itself. You know. Yeah. So like, I, look, I'm always going to be an advocate for therapy, and I feel like the same way that people go to the gym, same way that. You know, you 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 take your vitamins the same way that you watch your diet, you know, that you don't overindulge in alcohol and other things, sweets or whatever. It's it's all a part of your maintenance, mm-hmm. you know. And if if you're not going to therapy, I'm not going to shame people, but if you're not going to therapy, you should think about it because it's a part of your well-being. It's a part of your health. It's a part of your self-maintenance and everything else that we do in life. All other things that we have, you got a laptop, you go get it serviced. You got your phone, you go get it clean. You put a put a case on it. You know, you you cook your meals the way that you cook them. You should be taking care of your mind the same way. You go to the gym, you play sports, you play ball. Go go get your mind right. And I'm not trying to be cliche when I say that, but go get your mind right because if if you're not thinking, if you're not thinking properly. And you're out here making decisions, then you're putting yourself at a disadvantage. Oh, without a doubt. And the worst part is the people that don't realize that they're not thinking properly and they're out here making decisions. They're putting all of us at risk for their potentially poor decisions. Oh, yeah. This is the way I see it. So um, just do a checkup. If you feel that you're good, oh, my arm is straight. Let somebody else say. My leg is fine. Still going for your checkup. Yeah, let somebody else tell you. Going yeah. for your checkup, yeah. right? Get get that other perspective. And for those that are out there who who feel like, ah, oh, you know, there's, there's therapy, is black folks, is this, and um, you know, I, I guess there's other options. People say, oh, they, you know, they they speak to somebody in their church or uh, whoever else in their community or their congregation. Fine, but go to a professional too. Yeah, just let a pro look at it. I'm great with computers. If you bring me your computer, I might be able to fix it up, make it run faster, do some things or whatever. But I'm not a licensed computer tech. Yeah. Take it to the pros every now and then and and have them give it a run through. Do that with your mind. Because once you go crazy, you might turn into an angry black man or a woman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, you got people. But no, but seriously, I think, no, it's, that's, I that's, think it's a big. That's a, that's a great perspective. You know, I think you've you've turned whoever will watch this that's having those questions about that and you've made them a believer like because you just like go let somebody else tell you you're good. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I will say this. Like before in my mind I was like if I go they ain't going to tell me I'm good. They going to just want my money. 
They ain't right. gonna tell me like, oh no, you good. So in my mind, it was like a money grab. Right. But at the end of the day, if you if you don't go in it with the best intentions, you'll never you never get the best out of it anyway. Yeah, man. It's a it's a way to tap in. It's a way to tap into you and your mind, everything that's already there, and realize where you are. Mm-hmm. I think. So, but you have to be you have to be a part of the process. You can't go in and hold everything tight. You can't hold back and and, and you've said before you get, you go in there as your I'm, I won't Rick say take but the you, worst version of yourself, right? And I I don't want to like I don't want to like say that and then give people like the wrong impression because somebody may hear that and be like, well, I'm going there like slamming vases down and and kicking stuff or whatever because I'm no. you know. But well, like, if they do go in there, they're gonna have to probably pay for that. <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. But like, I, correct me if I'm wrong. But when you say give the the worst version of yourself. You want honesty yeah. in, in what you're talking about. But even the parts right? that nobody, you want people to see. Correct. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. You want, you want to be completely transparent, yeah. right? Not holding things back because that is going to affect, I don't want to say diagnosis, but that is going to, that is going to affect the way that you are perceived and the direction that the treatment and conversations will go. And if you're giving false answers, if you're giving half-assed truth answers, if you're not being transparent, then you're not going to get the help that you're going in there to pay. It's for. just going to extend the process. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's, that's, uh, that's it. So I think it's a big, I think it's a big deal and, and it will help like things with, for example, like emotional intelligence. This is important, you know? Oh, and, it's, it's one of the most important parts. Go ahead. go ahead. Yeah. Like, so that's when I've, I remember first starting, I still, uh, well, I, seven uh, different emotions and intelligence and um, that people kind of just surpass or whatnot. And if people were just more empathetic to uh, a life that they didn't have experience to, mm. you can communicate more effectively. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And a, a lot of times we're considered angry because that's only one of the most emotions that we've shown to everybody. You know, we don't show them that we're soft, we cry, we're fighters because like this is the only situation we've been in. You know what I'm right. saying? We were told not to cry. You better not cry. You know what I'm saying? It's like they they like even as a child, your parents are removing certain emotions so that you are able to go fight the world when they piss on you. you and, know and, and the labels that we get. I, I heard somebody say um, a while back, they were like calling calling a little boy. Little man takes away like the innocence. I never thought about it like that. I'm not saying that I agree with it, but I never thought about it like that. You know, and 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 they say like when you look at young black children, right, and how we're we're always told or you you have to be kind of older than you are. Oh, right, man. growing up, growing up ahead like of time, two or three years older than yourself. But you know, like, but that that kind of or what's expected of you to be, and again. I'm not telling anybody how to parent. I'm not saying that that's good or bad. We're just talking about the perspective of it, right? So it's like if you're telling somebody or you call them, hey, hey, little man, no, he's a little child. Let him be a child. Yeah. But I understand that perspective. I, I, yeah, I, 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 did, I did it with my son. Yeah. Hey, that's my little man right there. You know? I didn't I didn't think about it until you said that. I didn't either. I mean, I, you know, but it's just something. So and, and even especially with our black women, right, because they tend to grow and, and develop faster than the boys, right? Looking older than than they are. 
And then now the perception of them in society is completely different. You know, a, a young black girl might be might be 10, but looks 13. Yeah. You know, this type of thing. So it's just like and this perception in society is like, that's a that's a that's a woman. That's a young lady. Mm-hmm. And it's like she can't even vote in the school election. She's still more or less. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we talking about here? So it's that it's like the innocence has been has been taken away when it. When I it think comes. that when our community, it's been like that because, you know, um, I was a latchkey kid in kindergarten, in kindergarten you know what I'm saying? And my sister's younger than me. So. Like he was like, you got to act like you're two, three years old. You're taking your kids' youth away from them because we don't have the resources for my father and mother to just go to work without worrying about what's happening to their kids in the afternoon when they get out of school or who's going to be there. So it's like a a form of survival. So I have to make you grow up. So maybe my job can become a little easier because you're learning faster. Right. But you are. You like you you like. I think the reason why women mature faster is because they have more exposure to their emotions that we're not allowed to have as kids. Hmm. So all the stuff that we can't do, we expect girls to do. You know what I'm saying? So as they get older, they understand how to use them more. And then when we get older, we haven't used them. And it's like, it's, it looks a certain way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. And that's the reason why I think the therapy aspect will allow people to to be more balanced right so that's the reason why i think women are look more mature than us because they've learned to deal with emotions that we're told not to deal with oh i was just even talking about just physically looking more oh mature. yeah but yeah but that, but that's what i meant when i was saying like you know 10 looking 13 or whatever but but yeah i i, I agree wholeheartedly so um but i feel i feel like with with us, right, and when it, when we're talking about like the the mental the mental health piece and the emotional the emotional intelligence and whatnot, like I think one piece that's missing, which is critical, is that we're not we're not told, advised, privy to some of the things to look for, to even know that we might want or need that that help. And so I stress again, like go get your checkups. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, go go get your checkups. Go go do that mental health check and make sure that you're good. Because, I mean, it could it could it could shape you. It could it could help you to become a better man, a better woman, it a more will. productive it child. Will. It will not hurt you. This, yeah, it's not. I don't think it's gonna hurt. No. So please, 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 if you are in the mindset of like that's not for us as black people or whatever, we don't black people don't go to therapy. Grow up. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Um, I don't I don't think that's a I don't think that's a good way to look at it. So and we're hoping that um, the conversations that we have here, I said, we don't we're not doctors. We don't we don't aim to fix anything, but we're really, really hoping. And I say this from the bottom of my heart that we are opening the door to certain conversations and we're going to continue to do it. Certain conversations to be had. There are things that we're not talking about as a people that we need to talk about. Um, I've said before, and I'll be honest, I can't remember if it was off camera or on camera. But the things that they always say that we should not talk about is sex, politics and And religion. Right. And every I say this all the time when I look at the world. 
those are the three things that has the world the most jacked up. Sex, politics, and religion. And if we talked about them more, I think that we might be in a little better place. But you need an effective communicator to be able to talk to somebody about their belief system. Because a lot of times when you get in arguments about those three things, right. the people that you're talking to are gung-ho about what they believe in. And no matter what you say, they've already got a rebuttal of why they're right. Okay, well, how about this? I'm not meaning it in a way to have a conversation where one side is going to say, well, we're right because of this. Well, no, we're right because of this. I'm only talking about informative. Definitely. Right. Only informative. It should always be that so, way. So when it's informative, if 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 this person is a Muslim and this person is, a, is, is, is Jewish, then I want to inform about Judaism. Yeah. Right. And I'm willing to learn. About Islam. But you have to be the example because most of the, that's why they say don't talk about those things because people aren't open like that. Right. And that's what we have to get over because if we did and when we do, I think we'll be in a better place where we can mm-hmm. have these conversations and we can walk amongst each other in a better way, in a more peaceful way. True that. So there's a lot of things that we have to talk about and there's a lot of things that Diverse Clarity is going to talk about, especially when we come back to y'all in season two. Right? And, sure. and moving forward. John D. What up, though? Got any final words for the uh, final episode of this season? Yeah. Everybody knows that we one conversation away. And um, he and I constantly work to create a place for you guys to come and hear information from two uh, well-traveled Americans uh, that just want to help through our experiences to make the world better. And, uh, it's been a complete pleasure, and I'll say this is by far the most successful job I've ever been a part of. Like, I just feel like I continuously grow, and I'm looking forward to the things we have coming up. And there's a lot. We got a lot on the plate. Yeah, I'm so excited. So, yes, man, it's going to be nice. Um, all I'll say is uh, we'll put an announcement out as far as um, what's coming next because there's going to be some new things, and we're not going to push those uh, dates to you just yet. But I will say this, there's a lot more that's coming. There's a lot more conversations to be had. And um, we will be back in season two very soon, plus some other stuff. For sure. Yeah? All day. Uh, All I want is for people to not be afraid to have a conversation. Um, Diverse Clarity was created because we wanted to have those thought-provoking conversations. And we wanted to have them in in a space where it would be easy for people to listen to, easy for people to to partake in the conversation and hopefully learn something and pass it on to the next person. Definitely. Right? That's what it was all about. So it's a it's a safe space to have conversations about anything that you you really want to. So if there's anything that you want to hear us talk about or or things that you want us to address or questions that you had about things that we've addressed in the past, please contact us. Um you can easily comment or, you know, send us a send us an email or hit us on the social media. Um, all that stuff will be at the end on the credits and all that stuff. I'll make sure I put it in in, in this episode. But um, and until then, um, keep having those thought provoking conversations about things that matter and some that don't. He's John D. I am Omega. This is Diverse Clarity. And um, that is the end for season one. See you next episode. Boom.